The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome in. Welcome to the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. We are live in studio. Well, I'm live in studio. I'm running solo today. Demi Lachey is here in studio. Kwame Lasseter is out of town running camps. Shall be calling in here um, anytime soon. If not, you can call in on the show for yourselves at 888-346-9144. Once again, the number is 888-346-9144. Today is Friday. We finally made it. It's the weekend, fr- ultimate Friday. No f- no fireball today, but you know we like to discover our Fridays as a fireball Friday. We like to get it off to a good start, jump it off to a good weekend, and uh, get this thing going. No ultimate rants uh, for my Thursday evening. Um, just tuned into, you know, a lot of the new movements uh, around the, the sports world. Um, definitely calming down from what occurred all on the uh, ESPYs. And, uh, you know, Thursday was just a roll along day. Got to catch up with some golf. Um, seeing that uh, after yesterday's finish, because today starts the day two, round two of the Open. Uh, with Dustin Johnson, he was leading on the day uh, with seven under. Um, but, you know, he did get passed up, which is not, you know, nothing new in the just, Dustin Johnson story. Uh, right now, he, he's sitting at number two. We'll tie with uh, a few other golfers as well with Zach Johnson and uh, with Warren. And he got passed up by Willis. And it's, you know, it's day two. Day one, that's the ultimate Dustin Johnson story. I mean, he comes out. Plays really hard, plays to an exceptional level. Tiger Woods falters, of course. Uh, Disbelief plays another terrible round of golfing. Um, well, particularly at his U.S. Open experience and what he normally does at the U.S. Open in his past history. But that's the ultimate Tiger Woods that we have to deal with now. So it's a typical first day, typical Thursday. <laughs> Dustin Johnson uh, on top of the leaderboard, of course, up in the top movement. Jordan Spieth, of course, is making, you know, his day one yesterday, his day one debut at shooting five under. So, I mean, it was a typical day. Uh, it's good to say, uh, good to see finally Jason Day, Mark Warren making a move, uh, Danny Willett shooting at it uh, nine under. I mean, these guys, you know, they're, they're making that ultimate move right now. Phil Mickelson, uh, I believe he played, you know, pretty, pretty well. Um seen him perform a little better but you know he, he he's shooting at four under and like I said the leaderboard right now is a nine under seven under uh, a lot of uh, golfers are tied at you know the six under five under Phil Mickelson's right there it's great to see you know an older name uh, who went toe-to-toe with Tiger Woods and to see you know where he's at now and to see him shooting at a four under is tremendous um, that guy he's He's going to make a lot of heat. Uh, pretty disappointed. When, but happy, you know, he's still under par as uh, Ricky Fowler. I thought he, this was going to be his time to shine and take over this course. Uh, Bubba Watson, you got to look out for him for today. Ernie Ailes, uh, they're both shooting one under. All three of those guys I just named are shooting one under. So we'll see. I mean, it was a typical first day at the Open. Um, you know, from what has happened prior to the events, to the PGA Tours before, the tournaments beforehand, this is how the measurement stick has been presented. Just typical first day crap. I mean, Tiger Woods falling towards the bottom. That's what you're used to seeing nowadays. You know, he finished at a plus four. He tees off today around 1.10 p.m. The whole, the biggest story right now off of day one is where are we going to see Dustin Johnson finish? In my standpoint, in my book, is he going to have the mindset and the courage to finally finish a open, a uh, PGA championship, 
you know, tournament, a, you know, that one where, you know, you finally get to move up in the golf world. Um, you know, he's playing alongside with Spieth, who, who is going to be directly straight down his neck, neck and neck, every shot, every hole. Uh, I think that that's great for Dustin Johnson. I mean, if you've seen the way uh, a couple of tournaments ago, it wasn't the Masters, those two were going toe-to-toe towards the end. It was great golfing to watch. It was great TV to watch. Yeah, Dustin Johnson came up with some excuses on his uh, on the course, which, you know, the course was not, you know, perfect, but he was not the only one playing on that course. Unfortunately, there were other golfers that day. And same deal with, you know, with him and Jordan Spieth playing together, I believe that's going to push Justin, Dustin Johnson even more. I, I believe that will keep him focused. It was only day one, so who knows? But that's typical Dustin Johnson. He comes out, puts the pressure on his back, jumps out to playing great golf first day. I guarantee you he's going to play well today and tomorrow. It's just all about that Sunday. That's when you, you know, jump up to that next level um, and not, you know, call yourself that's where you really get above average that's where you really um as a professional standpoint that's where you really you know just excel at that highest level is when you win these tournaments you have to Dunson Johnson is he's known his history is known to start off really really well this has been going on for several years now now it's time to actually you know have the mindset to shut it all down you know take over the course from day one to to the last day to day four it's a lot of golf played in between. The weather can change. Uh, the golf course, yeah, it it's not going to be perfect, Dustin Johnson. I don't want to hear the excuse again. I mean, it's 100 other golfers that's out here right now that's playing against you as well. That's actually in the hunt of chasing you. Revolutionize the moment. Have that mindset to, you know, let's say I came out with a good start. This is my course. I know this course. I'm relaxed. I'm confident. Gain some confidence in that in that play. Because you know Jordan Steve, Jordan Spieth is definitely breathing down your neck. And you can bet on it. You can bet on Jordan Spieth winning this tournament. It's a simple fact of, you know, is Dustin Johnson really going to hold his own, particularly, finally? And if not, then you already know that the kid, uh, Jordan Spieth, is going to produce. He's going to come out on top. We've seen it happen over and over. Look out for Phil Mickelson, like I said before. Uh, today is day two. Um, some of the guys have teed off already as we speak. Uh, most of the, you know, the heavy hitters, the more national TV guys, of course, are going to start coming around around that high noon um, time. So, you know, check it out. It was great. I was up watching it yesterday. Uh, watched a little highlights, a couple more highlights this morning on it. Didn't really speak about it yesterday. I know me and Kwame, we got to discussing about, you know, uh, Des Bryant contracts, Demarius Thomas. Uh, we didn't even get to touch on the U.S. Open, particularly. We mentioned a little something. Uh, we definitely didn't talk about Tiger and his woes, which is not surprising. That's just who he is. That's just where he's at right now and today. Kwame mentioned he probably needs a girlfriend or two or girlfriends. I agree. Get that man some women in this room. I don't know. Whatever makes him happy, whatever makes him plays better, I guess women makes him concentrate more. I'm not sure. But he needs it. He needs to quit because right now he's shooting way over par, well over par. Um, in order for him to catch up, he's definitely going to need an ultimate change. So we'll see. It's only It was only day one yesterday. Day two is, is in full effect. Um, the guys are teeing off as we speak. Now, moving on. I know yesterday we talked about a little bit. You know, we talked a lot about free agency, and especially in the NFL. And I definitely want to give shout-out and kudos to uh, a lot of these agents out here, these agents are working hard. These agents are really putting in their work because of the new uh, agreements, these, uh, the new money of what the NFL is seeing, what the NBA is seeing um, prior to, you know, these bigger contracts and trying to get these athletes, these guaranteed contracts. Um, it's not even, you know, back uh you know, early 2000s, I mean, when you start to see, you know, bigger contracts really present themselves, most of those contracts were not guaranteed. Now you're starting to see guaranteed money for these athletes. I still believe to this day, NBA guys, NBA players, they're still going to get underpaid. No matter who has the highest contract, these guys are sweating out 82 games, practicing, traveling, got to show up at all-star games, little appearances here or there. 
do some endorsements as well. I mean, yeah, they do have the endorsement key unlocked. They definitely have that in store for them. But as of what or how they get to these endorsements of the, all the work that they put in is definitely what's their nine to five day job. And that's playing basketball, putting the ball in the net. They're going to have to be some guarantees. And, you know, the NBA commish came out, Adam Silver saying, um, you know, he, he's really not too happy basically passing out all so much of this money where the uh, National Basketball, the NBPA, I mean, they came out, Players Association mentioned, you know what, I, I, we believe that they do. Yeah, they do have the endorsements. They do have their own structured lives going on, uh, certain events, promotions. You know, these guys are selling themselves, which is that's the title of their job. Um, but at the same time, what goes on on the court, they have to be backed up by that as well. And particularly making sure that, you know, they gain this guaranteed contract that, you know, that they have some guarantee to take care of their, their families at home. They didn't come out here just to do endorsements. They came out here to play basketball, the game that they love, the game that they've been playing for free since the beginning of time. Whenever they first picked up the ball, even guys overseas. I mean, those guys have families as well they want to take care of. Um, what stood out yesterday was, you know, I kind of was reading about, you know, Adam Silver kind of speaking out on it. And, you know, it's just just not too happy. Um, and I, I believe, like I said before, to this day, these guys are still going to be underpaid. I can't say that about the NFL. Some of these contracts for playing football for 16 to 19 weeks, um, yeah, it's a lot of wear and tear. Trust me, I've been through it. I've been through it before in time through, you know, college football. It's, it's a lot of pain, a lot of structure, a lot of workouts as well. But I could imagine the NBA, you travel night in, night out every single night. And as a superstar player or a star in your team, star role player, whichever one you fit, I mean, you got to produce every single night that you have to play, that you have to be on the court. You have to produce. If not, then your team is going to lose you're going to lose out on your own endorsements, on your own business, fundraisers, whatever you have going. Girlfriends and Tiger Woods standpoint, you're going to lose out on that. Champagne and the campaign, you're going to lose out on a lot of that. And a lot of these guys are right now are so focused on that. Ally Ty, Ty Lawson. So so many guys are focused on, you know, the, the after like the after show or, oh, I could just go ahead and just join another team. Yeah, but. Adam Silver has a point of, you know what, you're not representing the NBA as well, your job, than what you're doing off the court, some of your actions. And that's very few. I can't speak for all of the NBA players, but that's just very few who it is. So coming up, we're going to have to take a jump into a uh, quick break here. Coming up after the break, we're going to discuss more, you know, about some of these contracts, NFL contracts, NBA contracts. Uh, call me last the Sports Talk Show, and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. This is Frank Sanders, former player with the Arizona Cardinals. You're listening to the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show with Demery Lachey and Doug Bremer, the number one sports talk show in Phoenix, Arizona. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports.
Hey, welcome back. Welcome back in to the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. 888-346-9144 is the number to call in on the show. Come join us. Come talk to us. Come get in with us uh, Monday through Friday, except for Wednesdays in which we are out. Uh, just before the break, you know, we were discussing. I was discussing. I'm here rolling solo dolo by myself on a Friday. Uh, just before break, you know, we were discussing NBA contracts compared to with NFL contracts. And we definitely, uh, I definitely was picking up on, you know, how, you know, the NBPA, which is the National Player Basketball Players Association, um, how they feel about the guaranteed contracts and how they really, you know, are all for the guaranteed money, um, want to get these guys more pay from what they do from their nine to five jobs. And, which which makes a lot of sense because a lot of these guys, you know, it's it's so much work that you have to put in that you have to do to make sure you keep those endorsements. And a lot of that stuff can be very exhausting, especially over an 82-game season. I was stating before, you know, these guys are going to be underpaid regardless at what they do at their ultimate job. But, you know, for... You know, for 82 games, you have practices, workouts, camps. There's so much you have to put on and uh, structure during the season, let alone the off season as well, where you're going to have to do workouts. you got to have to, you know, have your basketball camps where you're going to go back and give to your community in which you should. But throughout the season, I mean, these guys have to put on so many events, fundraisers, you know, donations after appearances after appearances. When, uh, you know, all of that is not really necessary if you're getting, you know, that guaranteed pay, kind of like endorsement. Endorsement would guarantee you the money. You show up, you make an appearance, you give back, you shake a couple hands, you know, sign a couple autograph sessions. You're going to get guaranteed money. This is yours. We'll, we'll take care of you as long as you take care of us as well. You give back. NBA Players Association right now are not feeling the love in which, especially with the new contracts going in under the new TV contracts that are coming out uh, to help support, you know, the NBA players and their guaranteed money, what they do on the court and which they do put on a show that you see on your ESPNs, ABCs uh, that we talk about on sports talk radio that you see on Fox sports, whatever you see it on the highlights, whomever they putting on the show. And yeah, the, the NBA is making a lot of money off that. The owners of course are cashing in on it. The players are not, necessarily you know they are getting enough money to definitely feed the food to feed the families but is it a guarantee not all the time because any given night you know uh you can catch an injury catch one that can just shut your career down or can alter your career at the time and moment like a Derrick Rose who he has fought a long way to come back that's just one example of many but you're talking night in and night out traveling so many days and there's no guarantee Deal. I mean, yeah, you have a guaranteed number. Maybe that's put out there, but overall, these guys are still getting underpaid. I think the highest paid player right now, uh, year year to year, year over year, is definitely Kobe Bryant, in which he signed, you know, his guaranteed deal, and that was huge. That's the biggest one that's been done. And is it overdue? Of course. I don't think Kobe has that much left in the tank. He has about a year or two left. Um, that even he's feeling for. You know, Father Time is definitely catching up with him, but he's finally cashing in, cashing out on a contract that's well overdue for his standpoint, and not only for what he has done to the city of L.A., uh, for keeping them very successful over time, winning five championships, but also to what he has done towards the NBA. This contract was well overdue. I mean, yeah, he's still getting paid more than the best player on the planet in LeBron James, arguably Stephen Curry, James Harden. I mean, Kobe is still getting paid. The number two player oh, year over year is Joe Johnson. Surprise, surprise, right? That jumps out, makes you raise an eyebrow. But this guy, you know, is guaranteed 22, 23 mil. And you're talking about a guy who is not an all-star. Uh, you don't hear about a lot of what you, which is great. You don't hear a lot about it in the news, in the media, doing negative things. But he's still, you know, not really relevant, not only towards his team, but towards the NBA as well. I mean, some of these guys are definitely, do they deserve it uh, compared to their competitors at the level? No, probably not. Joe Johnson, I'm not sure he's a $23, $24 million player right now. But at the same time, it's respectful because of, you know, how much he has to do during the season as an NBA player, as a NBA professional, and what he does, it makes a lot of sense in that standpoint. Is he that bar setter, 
you know, standard, setting the bar that high? Nah, not not at all. Um, compared to his competitors, I think his number should be a little down. But hey, I don't mess around with a lot. I don't mess around with the guy's money. Um, you know, you get what you can. You get it while you can. But I think guys should be definitely excelling a little bit higher on some guaranteed money. And that's what the new uh, NBA TV contracts coming in pl- into play. David Stern, or I'm sorry, not David Stern, uh, Adam Silver, <laughs> NBA commissioner, is not a huge fan of it. Hell, David Stern probably wanted not even a huge fan of it as well. Good thing he's retired. So, you know, I'm, I'm rooting for Adam Silver to get, you know, get these players more more money in their pockets. Make them more guaranteed because they're doing a lot of show. You know, they're putting on a lot of show on their job for something. You know, that they're definitely getting some type of pay, but, you know, I, I believe they deserve more. Jumping over to the NFL, in which, you know, these finally – you know, these guaranteed contracts are definitely presenting themselves, uh, especially on a Wednesday afternoon, early Wednesday morning. Uh, we didn't even talk about it yesterday between Kwame and I. And that was the defensive player in Justin Houston. I mean, this guy cashed in. Uh, I believe he he's just set up for the rest of his life. Um, over, I believe it's five years, maybe I think seven years, got over a $100 million contract. Congrats to that, Justin Houston, Kansas City Chiefs. Congrats to you. I mean, he's now in that elite payment level. He's number two, I believe, um, in defensive players in the NFL right now. Number one is definitely Ndamukong Sue. We're talking guaranteed year over year. I mean, I think this guy is receiving uh, a little over 14. I believe so. A little over 14 a year. I mean, still. As a defensive player, outside linebacker at that, I mean, you know, usually your game changers are definitely up front. Your biggest paid guys are definitely your up front position men. I know Ray Lewis is going crazy right now. Like, man, if I would have stuck it out a little bit longer. I mean, that's that's where, you know, the NFL is definitely heading. I think they, those guys definitely deserve because, like, just like the NBA, I mean, these guys have to make appearances. They practice all week in the NFL. They practice uh, Sundays. They, you know, got to be prepared, ready to go um, into battle. It's not. It's a collision sport, twenty four seven, on the field as a professional. And they're nine to five. It's to collide with other men and to stop an opponent and for him to, and to stop the other team to make sure his team gets the ball and make sure they can score points. That's just where Justin Houston is, you know, in his day and era and his position. The biggest paid guys. I mean, on the defensive side, Demario Williams. Uh is number one. Justin Houston's now number two. And he's just over J.J. Watt, who is recorded as, quote-unquote, NFL's best player overall, pound for pound. J.J. Watt's number one. Justin Houston and Ndamukong are being paid more than this guy. Why? I, I'm not sure. Did they pull? Did they? Did the Houston Texans see, you know, Justin Houston getting this big deal or Ndamukong Um, Probably not. But it's a great thing that they got J.J. Watt for the great deal. I mean, he, he did cash in. I mean, this guy's making great money. Are they underpaid as well? Uh, maybe. Guaranteed-wise, definitely. These guys should definitely gain some more guaranteed money. That NFL money is ridiculous. Trust me. It's it's America's number one sport. I mean, you got the Dallas Cowboys well over $3 billion a year uh, revenue. $3 billion, and that's the Dallas Cowboys. They're, that's setting the mark, setting the standard. Following them, New England, they're up there as well. Washington Redskins, they stood out. We talked about the list the other day. But, you know, you you, you got billion-dollar businesses, and these guys on the field that's putting in the work, that's keeping that revenue push, is not really seeing that guaranteed money as much as they should. I'm not a big fan of it. We're coming up, uh, we're going to have take another break here soon, but coming up after the break, we're definitely going to discuss, you know, some of these NBA movements, which, you know, am I a fan of or am I not a fan of? Uh, some, some guys is catching up to the San Antonio Spurs in which, you know, they've made the biggest splash during free agency, uh, drafting prospect. They're looking Teams looking really great in the summer league as well. Uh, coached by Coach Hammond, lady, 
Coach Becky Hammond doing a f- tremendous job uh, in the summer league and out in Vegas right now, which is is the place to be. Ladies, if you need to go, all the NBA balls are out there right now. Um, you know, pick one. Go out there and have a great time. It's Vegas. But it also is great basketball to watch right now. You're seeing the guys, a lot of the guys trying to make the contract, trying to make a come up, get a guaranteed roster spot. We're going to see who's catching up with the San Antonio Spurs and who's making the movements now. You listen to Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show, and we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Surfing is taking the world by storm. It's not just the sport itself, but the culture that surrounds it. From music to fashion, art, and competition, Surf Talk Show is the place that will showcase it all. Your hosts are JJ and The Doctor, two surfing enthusiasts who have lived and traveled the lifestyle and culture. They'll bring you the knowledge and entertainment that'll keep you riding the wave. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. on the West Coast, 2 p.m. East Coast on Voice America Sport. Surfing is taking the world by storm. It's not just the sport itself, but the culture that surrounds it. From music to fashion, art and competition, Surf Talk Show is the place that will showcase it all. Your hosts are JJ and The Doctor, two surfing enthusiasts who have lived and traveled the lifestyle and culture. They'll bring you the knowledge and entertainment that'll keep you riding the wave. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. on the West Coast, 2 p.m. East Coast on Voice America Sports. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Hi, this is Jake the Snake Plumber. You're listening to Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk with Demery Lachey and Doug Bremer. They're legit. Because it's Friday, you ain't got no job, and you ain't got shit to do. Hey, welcome back in. Welcome back to the Kwame Laster Sports Talk Show. We are live in studio. I'm live. Demi Lachey is here in the place to be on a Friday, Fireball Friday. Fortunately, we do not have the Fireball, so that's that's a plus. But it is Friday, Fireball Friday, the kickoff for the weekend. Um, you know, what are your plans? Let, let us know. You know, get us in. Uh, contact, you know, either us, Voice America. Find a way. You know, let, let us know what we can do around, especially around the Valley. Uh, we like to get involved more, you know. Uh, definitely, you know, tune us in. Let us know. Let's get around the valley. Let's hear what's going on around the weekend for sure. Um, just before the break, discussing, you know, these guaranteed contracts and what's going on in the sports world. And the only reason why I brought this thing up because I'm looking around, you know, the NBA. I'm watching the summer league, you know, tuning in. So, you know, these young prospects who are definitely getting after it. Love the game of basketball. Love, love the sport, period. And... You know, it intrigues you to show, to see, you know, these young, younger guys um, in the summer league. Or some of them are older guys who are just, you know, looking to get back, find their way back into the NBA. And most of them are just rookies or second-year guys, you know, trying to find that rotational spot or roster spot, trying to gain that trust within the coach, the organization. Um, that's being, especially out in Vegas. It's like a show out there in the summer league. They do a, a huge tournament as well, consolation tournament. Um, that goes on as well. So it's huge right now. The USA basketball team, their players are about to kick off their summer workouts here in the next month or so. Uh, but it, it's huge right now. It's a huge venue. And the best part about it is you're watching these younger guys who are fighting for positional spots, um, roster spots. You see about 13. These teams are loaded with like 13, 14 guys, you know, fighting for about four or five positions. And that's not even a guarantee. Uh, it's a great deal to watch, though. Because these kids are getting after it. 
the money's not an issue right now. Some of these guys have to guarantee money, have to guarantee contracts, either, you know, playing out their rookie contracts or second-year deals, but it, it it takes you back, you know. It makes me think, you know, I'm, I'm kicking back watching these, you know, summer league games, and I'm seeing some of my favorite college stars, you know. It's like, oh, man, I know this guy's still playing, or oh, I'm glad to see him, you know, see him play. Let's see how he, how he matches up with, with with this other guy. You know, everyone's, everyone's a superstar or a great player on their team back in college. Now in the NBA, everybody's great. Summer league, same deal. Not only that, these guys are not competing for, you know, they're competing for that, that check, obviously. Everyone wants to get paid for what they do. But at the same time, I mean, these, these guys are so young. They're not the superstar players. You know, they're not taking days off. They have to make every play, have to make every hustle, you know, to gain that trust, not only from their coach, but the other coach that's watching from the sideline or the other organization, the owner, the GM, whomever, the scouts. You know, they, they're taking an eye. You're, the eye is always on your back. Uh, but this morning, like one guy that stood out to me, I was watching the highlights. Or actually, I replayed the game because I recorded it. And I was watching Doug McDermott get after it. I mean, this guy was one of my favorite players, especially coming out of Missouri Valley. You know, he used to come up and play Indiana State year after year uh, when they were in the Missouri Valley his first uh, three years. I mean, I was watching him, this kid grow. Him and his father, you know, being coached by his, his head coach in college was his father. And, you know, watching the growth from him being a freshman through all the way his junior year, every time they came to Terre Haute, Indiana, I was tuned in. I knew which game to go watch. Me and my teammates, you know, we would roll up. Hey, let's go get front row seats if we can. We're about to go see greatness play. Doug McDermott, National Player of the Year. I mean, this this kid, was he was legit in college. And now you see him, you know, still competing for roster spot. Has a new coaching staff and Fred Hoiberg. Uh, like I said, GMs and other scouts are looking around, you know, making sure, hey, can this kid play at this level? Started off a little, you know, struggled in the first half, but ended up with 28 points, eight rebounds. That's a Doug McDermott game that I'm used to seeing. And you see the competition. And, and, you know, these guys are playing hard. They're not thinking about, you know, the mega contract deal. They're not thinking about, you know, the big. they're just trying to fit on a roster spot. And if they can't fit on a spot here in the U.S., it's, it's, it's guys who are scouting, you know, in the Euro Leagues and China Leagues and Canadian League. Um, you know, the, the the development league as well. That's been a huge splash lately, and I think it's very competitive right now as well. But, you know, like take a guy like Doug McDermott, who was a college superstar, put him into where he's at now. He's still fighting for a spot, coming off of injuries. A lot of these guys, they, come, they came off of injuries, you know, either early in their careers or just later on or, you know, but, they're still trying to find that mix and blend with with this with their new teams, and it just takes me back to like seeing you know what like this is what basketball. This is why we we all fell in love with basketball because these guys are getting after it. They're young, they're having fun. They probably would never you know be on the same roster, their same teams. They just put these teams together. You know, they just like a like a bag of Skittles. You just dump them together, mix the flavors. You know, find that perfect combination. To the next time you open up a bag of Skittles, you know which ones work. And it's the same deal. They, you know, you have your new coaching staffs. Like I mentioned, Fred Hoiberg, uh, the, the Pelicans, have a new, they have their new staff coming in. They have a new, you know, headliner, um, the Sacramento Kings. All these new head coaches are putting in their systems to see if they work. And it, it's, it's a great deal to match it up against a veteran-type system. So, like, you'll see the Spurs and uh, Pelicans systems line up against one another, which we're going to see that matchup year in and year out for time to come. But at the same time, you know, you get to see the experience first the new. You get to try and, you know, see if, the, you know, if the system really works. So tune into the Summer League, man. It's, it's great basketball. It's great competition. Leave the money, you know, at home for right now. And, you know, just go back and watch basketball. Watch these guys compete. I mean, what are they, what are they playing for? Respect. They were playing for, you know, that next that next position. See where they go on next in life. So it's a great, it's a fun deal. I see some of the guys I used to play against in high school out there playing, competing, you know, catching up with them. It's it's awesome. It's a great deal. You know, you're not dealing with the money issue, the money aspect behind it. And also, what what stands out is you know the movements of the different rosters. Yeah, we talked. I talked about the coaching staff as well, but. Uh, with the contracts coming into play as well, the new TV deals. A lot of these guys are taking pay cuts right now so they can get paid later on once that deal hits in 2016 or later in 2015. I'm not sure. I don't have the date. I'm not in the office. 
but I know it's coming. And it's going when it comes, these NBA players are going to be very excited, very happy. I think it'll make the coaches even happy because now that their money situation is settled, you know, by team by team, whichever team you go to, which how much money they have to spend, it gets, takes a lot of pressure off the coaches. Like, okay, you know why you're getting paid this much. You know how many minutes you're going to get. If you can compete, this will make my job a lot easier. I think a lot of college or a lot of NBA coaches, excuse me, are going to pay attention to, you know, their rosters to see what they do have. I lay the 76ers. Find out the talent. Find out the guys that want to be there, that want to stay, that want to compete, whether it's a summer league or as a regular NBA season, whether it's workouts. Find out who wants to be here, who wants to compete and play in the National Basketball Association rather than, okay, we're going to tank. Here's your check. You know, we'll wait till next season. But a lot of roster movements are being made. The biggest move was, uh, yes, as of yesterday, Mr. Josh J. Smooth himself, Josh Smith, signing with the Clippers. That came out of nowhere. And I know I talked to discussion about before who's coming for the San Antonio Spurs in the summer, summer movements. Do not sleep on what the heck the L.A. Clippers have put together right now. Um, obviously, they're L.A.'s team on basketball talent standpoint. Um, not historical-wise. Of course, you know, purple and gold is always going to run that city. But right now, a lot of, you know, a lot of attention looking over that shoulder is definitely the L.A. Clippers. Now, I think they had a shot. Even with their same old roster, you know, I'm always not a huge believer with the Clippers in the playoffs. And they proved it again last season. But they also made me turn my head, you know, uh, take another look because seeing them go up 3-1 in the series, yeah, they, they – Tragically lost that whole series due to a Josh Smith dominating the game uh, for the Houston Rockets at the time. But, you know, they, they surprised me. You know, they, they stepped up to another level. They, they knocked off the, the Spurs in the first round. I know the, the Warriors were like, thank God for that. Thank you. And, you know, they were ready to knock off the Houston Rockets, but, you know, lost it in the end. I think they would have won the uh, I think they would have went to the finals because I think they would have took taken. Uh, the the Clippers in the series, especially or I'm sorry, the Warriors in the series, especially how banged up the Warriors were at that time. But I mean, they started off against the Pelicans, and you know I'm not going to harsh on the Warriors' run. That's just you know they they won the title. I can't disrespect it. But at the same time, thank God for the Clippers for you know stepping in, stepping in front, and knocking down the big dogs. And then you know that leaves the Warriors. You know, a right away. The Rockets did not match up well against the Warriors at all. I mean, since the, the first two games were very competitive, but by game three, four, five, it was it was a done deal. You could tell Dwight Howard did not want to be out there. That's nothing new. But he, you could tell he just did not want to chase around the Warriors and how fast they were moving, that quick transition. But the Warriors, I mean, the Clippers were right there. They were right there in the playoffs this season. That was the first time ever I actually was nervous. Like, hold on. Am, am, am I making my projections right? Because... You know, they were so close to making the finals. But they were missing a couple of pieces. Um, they got rid of, you know, Matt Barnes. I think it was his time to go. I think he was well overdue. Um, not only, you know, was he getting tired of stepping up for Blake Griffin and picking fights with players, but he also mentioned, you know, I'm tired of sticking up. And, you know, his defensive standpoint was not, uh, you know, as elite as – it's been before. I mean, he's still an, a, a great defender in the NBA. Don't get me wrong, but it's not at that elite level at where it was before. Hopefully he get, gets that back in his new location. Um, his jump shot was not knocking down the way it should. He, he took a lot of minutes away from like a Jamal Crawford, who is still out in free agency, which I don't know what he's going to do. If he goes back to the Clippers, the whole bandwagon is back plus two more. And you're getting DeAndre back. Then you pick up Jay Smooth. And don't forget about... Sir Lance a lot and Lance Stevenson. I, I want to see, you know, that Lance Stevenson that was playing in Indiana and that was down there in Charlotte getting lost in the Jordan system. I'm not sure. But I want to see the Lance to make you dance. I want to see that Lance Stevenson, not the one that's blowing in people's ears up and down the court. But, you know, the Lance Stevenson with the shake moves, with that, you know, defensive mindset that he brought with Indiana. I mean, he was a great defender. Yeah, he put up some silly shots on the offensive offensive end, but he's born ready. He's ready to go at all times. And I don't think he was he, – he did not feel comfortable in the Charlotte system. It just didn't look well. Injuries to Kimball Walker, injuries to Al Jefferson. And then, yeah, Lance was just lost in Charlotte. 
but he gets to gain that back. He gained back Austin Rivers as well, who came on hot in the playoffs. I mean, he was he was sensational. He took over ball games for the Clippers, in which it was it made you turn heads. Like, okay, I think Austin Rivers is finally comfortable in the NBA. I couldn't wait for that. We're going to take another quick break here. After the break, uh, we're going to come in our last segment. It is Fireball Friday. Our last segment, we're going to discuss more about you know some of these free agent moves, uh, who's standing out, updates on the U.S. Open. Call me last of the Sports Talk Show, and we'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you? It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We are broadcasting from the Phoenix studios at voiceamerica.com. Variety Channel, Going Global with Gas Man is the show that you are listening to. And joining me today is Sean Morley from the WWE, otherwise known as Val Venus, the big Val Boski. Hello, ladies. <laughs> and he's also got a third identification as well. He Absolutely. is Captain Cannabis. Live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific time on the voiceamerica.com Variety Channel. Going global with gas. Man, how the hell do they know that I got gas? Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Hi, this is Larry Sinners. You're on Sports Talk. Kwame Lasseter with Demi Lachey and Doug Bramer. These guys know sports. Hey, welcome back in to the Palmer Lasseter Sports Talk Show. We are in our last segment of the day of the week, man. This week went by so fast. Uh, pretty much this whole month is going by fast. It's already the middle of July. August is coming. Two weeks away, NFL training camp. NFL, the real camp. Um, Des Bryant will be in attendance for the Cowboys, for you Cowboy fans. Demarius Thomas will be there for the Broncos, you Broncos fans. Justin Houston will be there in KC. You Kansas City Chiefs fans. Um, one receiver, you, you know, that, that had uh, spoken out after Des Bryant and Demaryius Thomas. We did not talk about it yesterday, but uh, the news came across like as soon as the show ended. Uh, Mr. T.Y. Hilton for the Indianapolis Colts came out and, you know, made his little say-so, his statement. And, and stating, you know, hey, it's, it's the mark. Basically, you know, is it set? Is the bar set? So throwing a little shot towards the Indianapolis Colts organization there. T.Y. Hilton, I mean, he's not that elite level, but he's making sure, hey, the bar is set. You see where basically, you know, the top-tier receivers in the game, you see where their guarantee money is at. Calvin Johnson's, Mark, uh, Des Bryant, Demarius Thomas, Antonio Brown. T.Y. Hilton's not in that elite level, not yet. He can be there. I give him a couple more years. I think this season would definitely determine, you know, what the Colts is going to do about their financial situation, especially in their passing game. And what's funny, you know, it's a lot, not necessarily a lot of pressure on T.Y., uh, but, you know, he put up over 1,300 yards, you know, last season, um, double-digit touchdowns. I mean, pro bowler, you know, all pro. He, he, he played, he dominated the game. It was awesome seeing T.Y. and Andrew Luck dominate. But now, you know, you get a lot of pieces coming back. Cody Fleener stepped up last season, had a huge, huge season. Dwayne Allen cut a few pounds. He's really the number one tight end for the Indianapolis Colts, believe it or not, over Cody Fleener. And then you pick up, you know, Mr. Andre Johnson, who's going to open up that passing game tremendously. You got Dante Moncrief, the rookie who balled out last season 
It's a lot of passing attack. Frank Gore opens up that passing game even better for Andrew Luck. He's going to see a passing game in the NFL that he's never seen before because now he has a trusted running back. And I guarantee, you know what, I don't care if Frank Gore averages three to four yards. He's not going to average no less than three and a half yards. I guarantee that. Trent Richardson. But for T.Y. Hilton, he's going to have to stand out in this echelon of receiving core that they do have right now. He's going to have to find a way to stand out, in which I have all faith in he will. He can, t- he can tear the top off of coverage any day of the week. Also, you got to remember they drafted a rookie in Philip Dorsett as a quote-unquote slot receiver, but that's the quote-unquote that T.Y. Hilton came in as well. Hmm. So by stating that, you know, if Philip Dorsett learns his offense quickly during camp, if he produces well, if he plays well during the season, puts up numbers, T.Y. Hilton may be on hold. Whispers will definitely start occurring. Rumors will definitely start picking up. Trade rumors. Trade him while he's hot. You can get a definitely a, a great piece for T.Y. Hilton. I'm not, I'm, I don't want to, I would hate to see him go. He's a huge, big-time receiver in the NFL. Colts really need him. But is he going to be affordable? Because he is. He, he's on that next level of receiving core. Underneath those Calvin Johnsons, Des Bryants, uh, Larry Fitz, you know, underneath Demarius Thomas, that level of football play. He's in that, you know, T.Y. Hilton, uh, Odell Beckham. I guess you could throw him in there nowadays. Uh, just right under, you know, your Antonio Browns. But he's not going to endure it. He definitely made a statement. Threw a shot at the Colts like, hey. I'm one year away from, you know, possibly doing the same deal. Hopefully we can work something out. Remember what I've done for you before. But it's all about the now. That's how the NFL works. What have you done for me lately? They're going to judge him off this season. So keep your eyes peeled for that. U.S. Open is still going on. I know we discussed it earlier. Um, You know, uh, not many of the big hit, heavy hitters. Justin Johnson have not teed off yet. Uh, but they're but they're due. I uh, can't wait to see. You know what is what is he really made of? What is Dustin Johnson really going to do? I keep bringing him up just just because, man. It's so much pressure. I feel bad for the guy at times. But why am I feeling bad for you? Because your mistakes in the end? No, it's because you're making excuses. I can't stand excuses. Don't make them. If you if you focus in, do what you got to do. You're playing the course day after day, practicing night after night. I mean, you, you got the course in your head. You got to lock down. It's your clubs. Who are the clubs are there? It's his clubs. Do what you got to do to focus in and finish the tournament. One funny deal that stood out to me yesterday uh, is how, how intrigued NBA fans are. Jumping back towards the NBA. Andre Iguodala pranks the Warriors because Steve Kerr made a statement, his head coach. NBA champion head coach Steve Kerr made a statement saying that Andre Iguodala is returning to the bench, you know, to move in, you know, uh, Draymond Green be star lineup, Harrison Barnes, you know, finding that four position. So he he was mentioning, you know, Andre Iguodala needs to bring that energy off the bench. So, you know, he's going to go back to the bench coming up next season. Iguodala pranks the fans, throw them for a loop. It was hilarious. Well, it wasn't even hilarious. It was just like, come on, are you serious? Like, he came out and stated on his Twitter account, basically, you know, hey, trade me. And, you know, a fan asked, like, how do you feel about going to the bench? And he said, like, three words in his tweet. He was like, basically, you know, just trade me then. I'm looking to put me on a trade block. Obviously, it was a joke. But some of the fans' reactions were hilarious. He said three words, then trade me. That's it. Why would he, like, I, I can understand him messing with the fans, but fans, you got to tune in and, like, pay attention. This guy just won the NBA Finals MVP. You think he cares about him going to the bench? No. And it's funny because, I mean, they gave him so much praise before he got drafted. He was the biggest stretch in the draft next to Crispus. The guy who's dominating the summer league from the New York Knicks, Carmelo, I hope you're watching. Phil, uh, great pickup for now until the games really get started. But uh, D'Angelo Russell's play has been um, pretty horrific. I mean, it's turnover after turnover after turnover. It's, it's, it's embarrassing. For a number two pick guy 
a guy who getting related to as you know to the next quote unquote James Harden of the NBA, his style of play. I don't see it at all. James Harden came in the league day one, summer league, NBA, OKC Thunder off the bench, producing well. I mean, it was no doubt. No doubt in his mind, no doubt in his bone. Yeah, he did stay an extra year of college at Arizona State. He played two years, James Harden did. Then D'Angelo Russell's won. Maybe that's a maturity standpoint. Maybe D'Angelo got too ahead of himself right now because it's definitely starting to show. And uh, I'm a little worried. And the rumors are being picked up now with the Lakers looking towards picking up Ty Lawson. D'Angelo Russell, Jordan Clarkson, is supposed to be the man to be there at that point guard position, maybe the off guard. But now to pick the likes of uh, Ty Lawson, you know, that sounds a little predictable now. Bringing him in as a veteran so that way Russell can actually learn underneath him or have somebody to compete with so he can step up his game and not just really give him the position, which in which I think the Lakers were intact for until they seen him play in the summer league and the struggle. They don't have time that for the turnovers. So picking up Ty Lawson would be huge. The Rockets are also interested. The Lakers and the Pistons. I don't think Detroit's a good good place for Ty Lawson. I mean, he could be there, but he's going to be, you know, backing over playing alongside Reggie Jackson, who definitely loves the ball in his hand as well. I think the Lakers, uh, the Rockets may be a great pickup, but can you trust a guy like Ty Lawson, two DUIs in one year? You know, negative response after, you know, the Denver Nuggets chosen Emmanuel Moutier. And negative response to it. Put a viral video out saying, trade me to Sacramento. I'm, I'm going to Sacramento. Kings were like, psych, are you kidding me? Not with that mindset. Not with T- two DU- DUIs. Let's go get Rondo. We'll make something happen with that. So we'll see where Ty Lawson will end up. Unfortunately, we are out of time. We got to get out of here. Uh, thank you for tuning in today, Demi Lachey. Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. We'll catch you Monday. You all have a great, safe weekend, and you're here from us Monday. Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show, and we're out. for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.